This is Reflections on Investing with the Cornell Capital Group. Episode 14, Stock Prices and the Fed. Good afternoon, and welcome to Reflections on Investing with the Cornell Capital Group. Today, we're going to talk about one of the most important concepts in financial economics, the equilibrium that determines stock prices. And in particular, we're going to relate that to Federal Reserve policy. Now, there's one important concept to keep in mind right at the start, and that's the distinction between an investor like you and investors as a group, everybody who holds common stock. That's going to be very important as I explain the basic concept of market equilibrium. So let's get going with the with the iPad here. And I've already drawn up the main players. The first is the Fed. And the Fed injects into the economy what is called base money. That's currency and reserves. But you can think of it, to keep it simple, as bank deposits and and, and currency. And I'm going to call that cash. The Fed injects that cash into the economy, and the Fed can take it out. But nobody else can put it in or take it out. We can trade it among ourselves, but we can't create it or destroy it. Now, for us as investors, as a group, the same is true of stock. Stock comes from public companies. They inject that into the market. Investors can trade those shares, but they can't create them or destroy them. Only the company can do that by issuing new shares or by buying back old ones. So here's the problem the market faces in determining an equilibrium. The Fed has injected a certain amount of base money into the market. So that's in here. And the companies have injected a certain number of shares, and that's here. Now, the prices of the money and the interest rate on the base, excuse me, the prices of the stock and the interest rate on the base money have to be such that investors as a group are willing to hold all the base money that the Fed has put in and all the shares that the companies put in. With that background, let's do a thought experiment. Suppose that at a point in time, the Fed injects a lot more base money. So if at the beginning, investors as a group were willing to hold the original amount of base money and the original amount of shares, now they have too much base money because the Fed has put it in. Well, what do they do? Well, I as an individual investor may say, hey, I have too much cash. I'm going to buy stock. But investors as a group can't do that. When I buy stock, somebody has to sell it to me. So all that happens is the base money gets transferred to me, stock gets transferred to them, but the total amount of either doesn't change. How does the market establish a new equilibrium? Here's how it works. The Fed has put in more base money. Investors as a whole want more stock. So they start trading the stock among themselves at ever higher prices. As the price goes up, the value of the total amount of stock goes up relative to the underlying earnings. Stock tends to become riskier because as prices go up, there's a bigger chance of 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 a crash. So eventually, the prices rise to the point where investors are indifferent between holding the now more valuable stock or the base money that the Fed has put in. And that's the way the market equilibrium works. The prices change 
so that investors are willing to hold the total amount of base money that the Fed has put in and the total amount of shares that the companies have put in. Now, there's one fly in this ointment, and that's investor preferences. Suppose investors suddenly become more fearful, more risk averse. They want to hold less stock. Same problem. They can't hold less stock. The number of shares is fixed, but they want more secure cash. What do they do? They start selling shares amongst each other, trading. Prices start to fall. Eventually, the stock market falls far enough that the, the value of the total equity is less, the risk of further decline is less, and they're willing to hold the shares at these lower prices. So that's the way the market works. The prices adjust so that investors as a group are willing to hold the amount of base money that the Fed puts in and the amount of shares that companies put in. If you keep that idea in mind, it will help you understand what forces are likely to drive the stock market going forward, at least as far as the Fed is concerned. This has been Reflections on Investing. For more information, please visit www.cornell-capital.com. This podcast is being made available for educational purposes only and should not be used for any other purpose. The information contained herein does not constitute and should not be construed as an offering of advisory services or an offer to sell or solicitation to buy any securities or related financial instruments in any jurisdiction.